Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Welcome to the show guys, thank you for tuning in. Tom, I mean I'm going to cut straight to the chase. What a time to be a listener to this show. Oh, you. Last week was one of the best weekends I think we've ever had on the show. In terms of treble outcomes anyway. So for anyone who didn't listen last week, we have a, a treble boosted on SpreadX. Well, we have two trebles boosted on SpreadX. Uh, and my one won at a juicy 16 to 1. So 16 to 1 treble winner. That's I'm pretty sure that's one of the highest in pod history, isn't it, that we've had? Yes. Yeah, I, I did as much research as I could, uh, bearing in mind that we were definitely better at keeping records towards the end of our four years than we were the first two years. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a show record. Love it. Hey. <laughs> officially, unofficially. Fantastic to see everyone's bet slips uh, at the weekend. You know, when the final whistles went at five o'clock, there's a bit of twitchy bum time there for a couple of the games. Mm. But um, yeah, fantastic to see so many of you got on that and uh, profited because of it. We won't talk about yours, Tom. It was uh, other end of the spectrum, but <laughs> other end of the spectrum, uh, pretty much black and white. I think our uh, trebles were. But Tom, you worked out that if someone knew did sign up on the weekend to SpreadX using our link, they they got quite the bundle, didn't they? They did. So you can sign up to SpreadX at any time. SpreadX.com forward slash FBP. Bet twenty five and you get £25 in free bets. And if you'd have used that £25 initial bet on my treble last weekend on SpreadX, the enhanced one, it would have returned a tasty 425 quid plus your £25 in free bets on top of that as well. So <laughs> not bad. No, not bad at all. So, yeah, if you haven't had an opportunity uh, so far to sign up to SpreadX, as Tom said, you can do so at any time in time. For the weekend, Tom, which is pretty much, what, 80% regular with a, a sprinkle of FA Cup quarterfinals. That's right. We've got a limited Premier League this weekend. But um, yeah, the thing's four games to cover. Then we'll look at FA Cup, then Championship, League One and League Two as ever. So we'll get kick-started in the Premier League, shall we? Starts on Friday night. Uh, Fulham against Leeds. Fulham priced at 6-4. The draw priced at 12 to 5 and Leeds priced at 9 to 5. Now, all the odds we read out on the show today are taken from the SpreadX website. I'm going to avoid going for any kind of result here. Um, I'm just going to focus on goals and we're going to start the show off on the same note that I feel like we always talk about in the Premier League nowadays under 2.5 goals. We say it every week for a reason because these two sides, their games, always tend to feature under 2.5 goals. Under 2.5 here is 8 to 11. Fulham have had eight of their last nine games feature under 2.5 goals. And Leeds, perhaps surprisingly, considering uh, Leeds tend to be very gung-ho at the, at the front and can leak at the back, four out of five of their last games have uh, been under 2.5 goals as well. So both of these sides at the moment involved in very low scoring games so we'll stick with that trend 8 to 11 is the price yeah it's 
gung-ho leads, kind of crazy swashbuckling leads, have gone a little little off the boil, haven't they, in terms of Blunt. banging a meal. And, uh, and yeah, they've seemed to tighten up at the back a little bit. So they're not just, uh, you know, they're, they're not what they once were. But I'm not saying they're a bad side now. They're just different. That's all. Yeah. Tom, uh, under 2.5 goals continues in what is a huge game at the bottom of the table uh, between Brighton and Newcastle. This is massive. Uh, it's absolutely massive, isn't it? Um, obviously, that's, there looks like there's one spot between probably three teams, I'd say. Um, so that'll be Newcastle, Brighton and Fulham. I think yeah. Burnley, Southampton are probably too far gone, I think, yeah. for me. I think that's um, so yeah, massive game. We all know about the Brighton missed chances. We all know about the whole XG argument around Brighton at the moment, and we all know about Newcastle and just Steve Bruce and that, this Newcastle side in general. You know, Joel Linton and Dwight Gale, their striking options at the moment, and you know, good players in their own rights, but not good enough at this level. Under two point five goals just screams off the page. Uh, Spread X have got it priced up at four to seven. It's odds on. Completely understand why. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that's uh, another one which we'll see come in. Unfortunately for uh, for neutrals. How about West Ham against Arsenal? Then that game is played on Sunday. That's at three o'clock. West Ham priced at nine to five. The draw twelve to five, and Arsenal six to four. Um, Arsenal low, no losses in five consecutive games, but without a clean sheet in ten consecutive games. So, whilst they're not losing, um, they are conceding goals, which you know is uh, a bit of a concern for them. Do you think they've got enough about them to beat West Ham? They are the favourites for this game. <sighs> yes, yes, they do. But it's West Ham, and, and you know we got to put some respect on their name, haven't we? This is tenth against fifth, and it's not the way around that you would expect it to be. You know, West Ham in fifth, Champions League, and Arsenal in tenth. Obviously, mm. Arsenal also coming off the back of a Europa League tie that's being played right now, Tom. And as we record, they're 1-0 down to Olympiacos. Obviously, that will be uh, out of date by the time the show's out. But what won't be out of date is the fact that he has played his best eleven. Mm. So and you, you can make that 11 consecutive games then without a clean sheet. <laughs> Yes, yes, you can. Yeah. Sorry, I should have added that in. But yes, um, you know, despite what happens in this Olympiacos game, you know, an extra game, West Ham have had extra rest. Lingard's had even longer rest um, before he goes off with the England squad. I'm just not sure if I can go down any avenue here, mate. If you want an accumulator booster, uh, one to three for West Ham to score at any time against Arsenal, mm-hmm. uh, I think will definitely be something that comes in. But um, just touching on Jesse Lingard, recalled to the England squad, as you mentioned. Did you see Southgate's quotes about his recall? I thought it's it's hardly the glowing endorsement that you want um, when you get recalled to the squad because Southgate said he's fortunate to get in. Yeah, but I get it though because he is. He is, is but he is. But you don't to say that to, no, to the I media, do you? What's I it? know, I know, but I've also read that you know Southgate and Lingard have been in constant contact, basically uh, all season, not just since he 
uh, cropped up at West Ham. You know, Southgate's shown him signs of support, signs of confidence, etc. So, you know, we don't know what's said behind closed doors, right? It could be giving him hugely glowing references. So, yeah. I wouldn't read too much into that, Tommy P. No. Okay. Um, well, finally then, on Sunday and finally for the Premier League, we've got Villa against Spurs. Villa priced at 21 to 10, the draw priced at 12 to 5, and Tottenham priced at 13 to 10. Um, similar to their North London rivals, Spurs are playing, as we record, in the Europa League. They're also 1 0 down away at Dinamo Zagreb. So, yeah, not ideal for them either. I think they're still, what, 2 1 up on aggregate. So they're going through as it stands, but need to keep it tight for the remainder of that game. Um, Tottenham aren't a bad price here, 13 to 10. I'm going to go for them, but it's not a. I'm fully confident in it, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm confident. Yeah, Villa, without a win in the last three games, Spurs, they've won five consecutive games against Villa, so they do have a good record. Um, and prior to the North London derby, Tottenham had won five games in a row, scoring plenty of goals. Um, yeah, uh, Tottenham, if I, if, if I was going to go for anyone. But yeah, you're more confident about Spurs? Yeah, uh, Villa scored three goals, Tom, in the last seven games. Um, they haven't beaten Tottenham at home since 2008. It's been over a decade. And remember, yes, Villa have had a couple of seasons in the championship in that time, but largely Premier League. And obviously Spurs have been um, Premier League ever since. And and yeah, I just I, I see Tottenham scoring too. And on current form with Villa, with no Grealish, etc., I just don't know if I see them scoring more than one. So, yeah. you know, uh, for me, I'm I'm all in on Tottenham, all in on them. I think they're a good price and a good bet this weekend at 13 to 10. Um, well, that then is the end of the Premier League. Let's just touch on our sponsors at SpreadX. So, as we've mentioned at the top of the show, you can sign up to SpreadX using the link spreadx.com forward slash FBP, deposit £25, bet it on anything all in one lump sum over one to two and then you'll get 25 pounds in free bets in return spreadx offer our full fixed odds service so you know they've made their name in spread betting uh, but we don't have to touch spread betting if you use spreadx they have a full fixed odds section of the uh, website as well where it's got all the usual markets um, and prices that you'd expect to find on any other bookmaker that you'd usually put your accumulators on on a weekend so definitely well worth a check out. Check out, you know, don't be put off just because it is Spread X and they're known for Spread Betting and it's in the name. Take a look at the fixed odds side as well because it is extensive and comprehensive. It's got all the bet builders as well. If you like to do those, I know a lot of you who listen to the show do. So yeah, check out Spread X. Really good site. Great sign up offer. Get on it. Yeah, uh, they can. They've quickly become my go-to bookie. Uh, didn't have an account. And before uh, getting the uh, partnership agreed with them, signed up. And to be honest with you, I haven't got many complaints at all. It's been it's been a uh, really good experience so far. So, yeah, please support the pod. Sign up and take advantage of that fantastic offer. Tom, FA Cup. Yeah, FA Cup. So, what, into the quarterfinals now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's squeaky bomb time. Starts off then with Bournemouth against Southampton. Um, 13 to 5 for Bournemouth, the draw 9 to 4, 
and 21-20 for Premier League Southampton to get a win over their fellow South Coast team. Um, do you fancy either of these two teams or not really? I think it's, it's first of all, um, it's worth saying two quick things. First of all, obviously with every FA Cup game, you need to check the teams before you put your bet on. Uh, you need to see what kind yeah. of uh, players have been selected. You know, For example, you've got Southampton here and Bournemouth. Bournemouth going for a promotion in the championship. You've got Southampton. As we said, we think they're safe, but they're not safe until they're mathematically safe. How yeah. seriously will they take this? They're in the quarterfinals, so you would imagine way more serious than, say, the third or fourth round. But you'd like to think so. You'd you? like to think so, but you can just never be sure, especially during COVID, when you know finances are, are more important than ever. Um, you know, ask Bournemouth fans. You know, promotion to the Premier League or an FA Cup win, possibly behind closed doors. And I know what they'd, uh, I know what they choose, and I know what probably the owners would choose as well. Yeah. If the sides are full strength, I'd honestly be looking at some kind of Bournemouth result. Southampton, yeah, forget Southampton um, and everything they did in the first kind of third or first half of the season when they threatened possibly even a Champions League place, but likely a Europa League spot. They're now, we're now talking to them, talking about them, mate, as possibly going down. They're, they're in a real spot above her and Bournemouth are not exactly firing on all cylinders either. You know, we, me and you, Tom, have big reservations about Jonathan Woodgate, don't we? We don't think yeah. he's the best manager. Uh, but Bournemouth will draw, double chance, three to four. With Southampton's injuries, I can see them resting a couple and I can honestly see a Bournemouth win here. Southampton are in complete disarray. Yeah, so good prices there if you're looking at a Bournemouth persuasion, absolutely. Uh, next game is Manchester City against Everton. Everton, well, Everton against Manchester City, if we're being correct about it. Uh, Everton, mm. the home side, eight to one for Everton to get the win. The draw is nine to two, and Man City are two to seven. Um, I can absolutely understand why Man City are the price they are going for cup glory on four fronts at the moment. Looks like they're certainly going to succeed in in a couple of those. Um, Six consecutive wins for City against Everton. No losses in seven games. Uh, they picked themselves up after the Man United defeat and, and carried on winning. Um, I can't see any reason why City won't win this. You know, it's a quarterfinal. Of course, Pep will rotate. You know, he's notorious for it anyway. Um, Premier League game, Champions League game, whatever. So FA Cup, he's definitely going to rotate a little bit. But... Even though I think I think City would win, but I won't be backing it. Yeah, I I won't be backing it either. I mean Everton, by the way, I, I think City will win very comfortably. But yeah, the the price and and uh, the possible rotation etc. just scares the hell out of me. Uh, mm. Everton really poor at home this season. Um, so yeah, I'm all in on Manchester City. But as you said, Tom, you know. Not exactly, uh, not exactly the best bet this weekend. I think it's fair. Yeah. Um, so let's look at Chelsea against Sheffield United. Then that's the next one we've got. That's on Sunday. Uh, Chelsea one to five for the win. The draw five to one, and Sheffield United eleven to one outsiders. 
Um, Sheffield United obviously sacked Chris Wilder. Then they lost 5-0 in their first game under temporary manager Paul Heckingbottom last weekend away at Leicester. Um, I can't see anything other than a Chelsea win. But 1-5, to five, again, you can understand the price for, for Chelsea, even though it is short. 14 consecutive games without a loss now under Thomas Tuchel. No goals conceded in six consecutive games. I think we can we can probably get Chelsea to win this to nil, which is five to six. And then we're bringing a lot more value into the Chelsea victory here. Um, and that's the route I think I'd take with this one. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I mean, Sheffield United at the moment, I have no idea what to expect from them, right? They've obviously not got Wilder. Players, you know, John Lundstrom, for example, are out of contract this summer, likely leaving. Do they keep playing him or do they freeze him out? Does he even want to play? Mm. There's so many questions about Sheffield United. And yeah, it's not exactly a great time for them to be going to the bridge, is it? With mm. uh, with how impressive Chelsea were over Atletico Madrid. So yeah, for me, all in on uh, Chelsea and Tom, that bet on uh, Chelsea to win to nil. Yeah, just to add a little bit more to that as well. Sheffield United, in the last six Premier League games, um, they've failed to score in five of those. Uh, the other one being a 1-0 win against Aston Villa. Um, so yeah, if they're not scoring goals against you know your, your Leicesters, your Southamptons, your Fulhams, your West Ham's, I can't see them scoring against this Chelsea side at the moment. Mm-hmm. Finally, then we've got Leicester against Manchester United. This one is probably the toughest one to call this weekend. So you've got Leicester priced at 15 to 8, the draw priced at 9 to 4, and Manu priced at 7 to 5. They're the favourites. Who are you going to go for, Tom Walker? I am going to go for a team called Both Teams to Score. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I like <laughs> They're a great side. No, honestly, uh, back to your question. Agreed. Very hard to to choose here. I think again, team selection. Leicester going for a Champions League spot. Um, Man United, obviously, trying to cement their Champions League spot. Both teams looking to win a trophy. I just, I'm not sure what teams we're going to get, but mm-hmm. I think no matter what happens, I think both teams to score is a pretty good bet. Spread X do agree. It's odds on at 8 to 13. Uh, but with the attacking talent on show, yeah. the form of Kalechi Iheanacho, Tom, who has taken over as uh, Leicester's main goal threat pretty much for the last two weeks. Um, yeah, it's it's promising to be an entertaining tie on uh, Sunday mm. afternoon. Absolutely. I, I didn't realise when I was doing my research how bad Leicester's head-to-head record against Manchester United is. Um, and this isn't me advocating for Manchester United here at all. I, I think both teams to score is the route to go. But mm. 13 consecutive games where Leicester haven't beaten Man U uh, and 20 consecutive games where they haven't kept a clean sheet against them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Really struggling, aren't they? There, yeah. Then. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For me, both teams to score, mate, is is a way to go. I'm not sure if you've got anything to add on before we uh, go into the championship. No, let's let's roll into the championship. And we've got a nice, tasty game um, in the lunchtime kickoff. And we say we don't like to pick the early kickoffs anymore. Um 
after we've been stung a few times, but I certainly think we can get Brentford to beat our own Nottingham Forest this Saturday lunchtime. Four to six is the price for Brentford to win. They're the home side. They're the side that are playoff chasing, well, automatic promotion chasing, and they're up against the Forest side who are without a clean sh- without a clean sheet in five consecutive games, without a win in five consecutive games. I feel like Brentford, if they're on song, they're going to have an absolute field day against us at the moment. Um, Forest are offering extremely little going forward, extremely little. I think you tweeted that a certain Mr Owen Goal is our joint top scorer now, alongside Lyle Taylor. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's on four Owen Goal. So uh, yeah, hoping, hoping he comes out this weekend. But yeah, Tom, I think about the Watford game. Watford against Forest, early kickoff. We fancied Watford very strongly. We got mm-hmm. scared of the whole early kickoff curse. Watford won 1-0. It was in the bag. I think, yeah. you know, being fans of Forest, obviously, you know, I like to think that we have a, a good scope on all the EFL and Premier League clubs. But obviously, Forest, we know a lot more what's going on because we watch them week in, week out. And yeah, yeah they are miles off it. And I think, uh, yes, early kickoff scaries are still there. But Brentford should be about as comfortable of a home win uh, in the EFL you will get this weekend. Absolutely. Um, anything else you fancy from the champ? Yeah, Barnsley. Mm. I mean, everyone's talking Barnsley at the moment, aren't they? Completely understand why. These guys are, they've gone from surviving on the last day and arguably down to uh, the whole Wigan fiasco, obviously to chasing automatic promotion. Barnsley yeah. are now in fifth position. Sheffield Wednesday, their opponents, their Yorkshire rivals, second from bottom with their points deduction. It's looking for Darren Moore very tough now. It's looking really tough. Away from home, which is what they are on Saturday, they've lost 13 of 18 games. Barnsley on an absolute tear. Um, they have won five of the last six. Sheffield Wednesday, by the way, for context, no wins in their last eight games. It's a classic, everything's going well on and off the field against everything is going wrong on and off the field. And 13 to 20, do you know what? I I think that's a good price, courtesy of our partners at SpreadX, with all things considered. Yeah, uh, typically seems like one of those where things look so right. Sheffield Wednesday will probably end up winning at seventeen to four. But, oh, uh, absolutely! <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday will win three nil. Of course, it will. <laughs> I, I've got a lot of faith in Barnsley to, uh, you know, they'll get another comfortable win this weekend and continue their uh, their consolidation in the playoffs. Yeah, and we're looking at another team now who are right at the top of this division on an extremely good run of form. And that's Norwich. And they're priced at 8-15 to to beat Blackburn this weekend at home. And the only thing I'm looking at with this game, I'm thinking, why aren't Norwich shorter in the betting? Mm. Nine consecutive wins, you know, and they're against a Blackburn side who are absolutely nothing special whatsoever. 15th in the the division, extremely mid-table. They've not won against Norwich themselves in seven consecutive games. Blackburn have won one of their last 10 games. So they're just really coasting towards the end of the season. Potentially another team on the beach, as we like to say. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Norwich, 8-15, looks, again, as straightforward as they come this weekend. 
uh, sorry to bring it back to a forest persuasion again, but I've watched a lot of forest over the last God 20 years that they were amazing for championship level. Absolutely amazing. And yeah, Blackburn, uh, complete disarray, aren't they? They, they're closer now, Tom, to the drop zone than they are to the playoffs, which is an absolute disgrace. Sorry. I think there'll be change in their management if things don't improve soon. 100%. There's got to be. Tom, yeah. Watford. Uh, no team has taken more points in 2021 in the Championship than Cisco Munoz uh, at Watford. Uh, they're 40-85 to 85 to beat Birmingham at home. Birmingham, obviously, yes, under Lee Bowyer and did get a uh, debut win, didn't they, in midweek? Uh, so, mm. you know, very impressive start from Bowyer and Birmingham. I think this will be a step too far. I know, Tom, you're a big believer in a new manager bounce. I understand it can have an effect, but I think going away to Watford is a completely different animal than beating a limping Reading at home at the moment. Uh, I agree. We just spoke about how bad Forrest have been. Reading only managing a draw um, away at Forrest and then followed that up with a defeat uh, against Birmingham. So, they're not exactly sparkling right now. And I think that paper's over the crack somewhat. Watford in fantastic form. And I can't resist them at the moment. 40 to 85 for the Hornets. Yeah, I agree. I think you've got at the top of this league, Brentford, Norwich, Watford, three of the four teams, all really solid picks at home this weekend in mm-hmm. the champ, aren't they? Really yeah. solid. Yeah. Um. That's it, though, I think, for me. Um, Nothing else that really catches my eye. No, we're getting to that stage, aren't we, where there's quite a few dead rubbers flying around, i.e. Stoke Derby, uh, Preston Luton, etc., etc. So, yeah, uh, they can be wildly hard to predict. So we are uh, quality over quantity, I think. Yeah, absolutely. I'll get us kicked off then with who I do fancy in League One. It's Burton Albion. I think it's safe to say Burton are probably our current favourite team, aren't they, uh, at the moment in the EFL? One of them. Jim, yeah, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank has come in, revolutionised Burton. Um, he's taken them from bottom of the league to where they currently sit in 18th. Um, eight points outside of the relegation zone with games in hand. I'm, I'm sure they're absolutely safe now for another season. Fantastic job, but despite them, you know, looking like they've secured safety already, um, they're not resting on their laurels. They're continuing to go on really good runs, um, unbeaten in seven consecutive games. They've won six of those games. They just drew away at Blackpool in midweek, uh, one all, which again is a creditable result. Blackpool doing really well at the moment, but yeah, I'm just looking at their wins. You know, they've beaten Peterborough, they've beaten Charlton. Uh, beating Bristol Rovers, beating Crew away. You can get Burton at a massive 17 to 10 this weekend. Um, again, really good price for Burton against MK Dons. They've been good prices consistently week in, week out, despite their uh, their unbeaten run. So happy to take that. I, I disagree. Oh, I disagree. I don't think they'll get the win this weekend. 
I know what you're saying. I'm all in on Burton. I think they're one of the stories of the EFL uh, this season. Uh, there was a piece on The Athletic the other day that went into Burton in depth, and I found it absolutely fascinating. I just loved it, and I love everything they're doing. But I like the way that MK Dons are going about their business under Russell Martin. Two wins in a row after a little bit of a stumble. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty confident that this one's going to be a draw. Fair enough. It's the away form for MK Dons, which worries me. Their last three away games, they've they lost 3-0 to Wigan, very poor, uh, 3-2 to, to Gillingham and 4-2 to Shrewsbury. So they're leaking goals like heavily in their away games recently. So that doesn't fill me with confidence, but I understand what you say. You know, MK Dons, uh, you know, they've been a decent side this season, playing the right way, they're building something there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Tom, you mentioned a team then in your uh, discussion about MK Don's run. Gillingham for promotion, anyone? They have come from absolutely nowhere. I mean, League One is a complete mess because you've got teams that have played 36 games. You've got teams that have played 32, etc. So it is really hard. But Gillingham, as it stands, two points off the playoffs unbelievable come from nowhere at home against Doncaster Rovers they've obviously got Andy Butler their uh, veteran centre-half and ladies team manager in charge at the moment I'm not sure how long that runs till but obviously Darren Moore uh, decided to leave for Sheffield Wednesday and since then it, it has been tough for Doncaster they've got two wins from their last five they've lost five away games in a row and they're coming against a red-hot Gillingham side that have beaten Lincoln, um, they've beaten Ipswich, they've beaten MK Dons, they've drew with Portsmouth. They have been wonderful recently. Vidane Oliver uh, is up to 12 goals. So that's his best goal-scoring season. Jordan Graham has been on some wonderful form as well. Um, he's pretty much a classic number seven. You know, right winger, on the right wing, whipping in crosses all day long and Oliver is lapping them up and it's it's proving to be good will it last I don't know to be honest with you I don't think Gillingham will get promoted but as you know a a one-off 90 minute match I fancy the Jills this weekend yeah yeah I could definitely see them getting another win this weekend absolutely um another team then for me who I think could potentially go under the radar as a as a real team to back this weekend a Fleetwood Fleetwood are priced at four to six uh, to get the win against Swindon. And Simon Grayson has come in and he's really started to turn Fleetwood around now. No losses in the last six games. Not conceded a goal in the last four games. And that run has taken them to 11th. They're now five points outside the playoffs. So there's a few teams in between them. But, you know, they're not too many points behind uh, to, to mount a late playoff challenge. They're up against the Swindon side. Sitting rock bottom of the league, lost their last lost their last four games in a row. The way they're going, they're going down with a whimper. Swindon have got the worst away record in League One, and just won two of their sixteen away games. I think Fleetwood have got an excellent opportunity of picking up another three points. I'm just looking at their wins, Tom. You know they beat an Ipswich last weekend. You know they beat in Gillingham, who we're we're raving about at the moment. They've gone away to Shrewsbury and won. They've gone away to Lincoln and won. 
This is all in the last five games. So they're on a real good run at the moment. Yeah, and never say never. You know, they've played 36, which is the joint most in the league. But they're only five points off Charlton, uh, who are occupying that sixth spot. So never say never. If it doesn't happen this year, they're certainly building something for next year. Let's talk about a massive game, Tom. Sunderland-Lincoln. Sunderland at home, priced at 3-4. to four. Two teams in contrasting form. Streaky Lee, Tom, it is actually happening. Streaky we, Lee. You know what? You said that he. it's very possible that when he came in, he'd go on a mad run of winning just everything in sight. And you're spot on because he's won five in a row now. Um, and obviously that includes a Papa John's trophy uh, lift as well. So congratulations there. And they're coming up against Lincoln, obviously a huge promotion rival. But Lincoln going through their blip. Uh, no team is ever going to win every single game. I think it is just a blip for Lincoln. I'd be surprised if they don't finish you know, in the top four or five. That includes possibly still even winning the league, maybe. Uh, but they've only won one of the last six. Uh, so they are having a bit of a wobble. I just think... Any other team, Tom, against uh, Lincoln this weekend, I wouldn't back them because I still I still like Lincoln and I still think that you have to be careful around them and they can beat anyone in the league. Mm. I can't resist Sunderland at the moment at home. I just can't Absolutely resist them. Not. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, you mentioned he's won five in a row, Streaky Lee. Um, prior to that, they, they had a draw and then prior to that draw, they won another four in a row. So really... He's won, what, nine of the last 10 games? Yeah. You know, we talk about Lee Johnson going on winning streaks, losing streaks, as you say, and this is a real, real win streak. So let's jump on board and ride it. Can't resist. <clears throat> no, definitely not. Um, no more from me, though, for League One. One more from me. Take it away. Uh, Tom, you have ignored the league leaders. Can you care to explain why? That is Hall City, by the way, listener. Uh, I think Shrewsbury is sticky to play against. That's why. I agree. Yeah, they are. But I'm going to say what I say every week. If this game is played 10 times, Hull win, what, eight at least? So for me, I mean, Malik Wilkes is uh, their top scorer with 17. McGuinness with 10. Lewis Potter back in the goals. He went on a big drought, but now he's up to nine. Uh, Gavin White's got three in 11. There's just goals everywhere. And I can see Hull scoring two, and I can't see Shrewsbury scoring more than one, to be honest with you, mate. Uh, mm. I like the look of the Tigers on the road against 17th Shrewsbury. Right then, let's look at League Two. Um, I'll get us kicked off with League Two. Um, Bolton, 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 Bolton. Currently on a very good run of form. No win, no wins, no losses in their last 11 consecutive games. They're at home against Walsall this weekend, priced at 8 to 11 for the victory. Wal Bolton are my League Two bankers of the weekend. Uh, Walsall, very contrasting form to that. No wins in their last nine games. So you've got Walsall, they're not going to go down, they're not going to get in the playoffs. What are they playing for? Not a lot at the moment. Bolton have worked their way all the way up into the playoffs, just four points outside of the automatic promotion places. They've got everything to play for. And I think they're going to get another 
win this weekend against Walsall. I don't think they're going to batter them. I don't think it's going to be, uh, you know, like a 3 0 or anything. It could get a bit squeaky for the accumulators, but I do think they'll win. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's probably the strongest tip in League Two this weekend, but I'm still not convinced by Bolton. Uh, performance. Eight of the last nine games. Yeah, I know, but performances are slowly starting to dip. Slowly starting to dip. And as you know, Tom, runs come to an end for everybody, for everyone, no matter how good you've been. And for me, I like to look at a team that's playing well as well as getting the results. And those two things aren't quite matching up for me at the moment. Bolton could go on and win this. 2-0 and the, you know Warsaw couldn't have a shot on target and you know you can rub it in my face no problem. I can't believe how negative you are in this game I, I just I hate Bolton no I don't hate... I think I think your your dislike for Ian Ever is uh, petering into this now I, I do have a dislike for him but I'm trying to not think about that I on genuinely I'm a little bit concerned about Bolton's performances but like I said, they've been getting the results, so I can see why you've backed them. And when you look at League Two this weekend, I found it the hardest league to pick anything out of, to be honest. Mm. Are we done arguing? or We're not arguing, we're arguing. discussing. De- debating, yeah. Debating, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, go on, man. You give me one. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do one now. My God, I've set myself up for an absolute backlash because I want to back Newport County. They are at home against Leighton Orient. Tom, I even did a meme on our Twitter page uh, about me wanting to back Newport and you point blank refusing to believe (laughs) that they can win games of football. Um, But I think their blip's over. Yes, they did lose to Port Vale uh, in their last game. They lost that 2-1. That was a midweeker. But before that, that, mate, you're looking at back-to-back wins against Morecambe and Bradford. Now, you tell me that's not impressive. The Bradford one is impressive, yes. The Morecambe one, they were playing against 10 men for for like over half the game. Yes, Um, they were, but put some respect on Morecambe's name. It's still a a tough one. Yeah, yeah, they've got got some decent wins, but there are asterisks you could put against it. (laughs) Okay. All right, so if you're not convinced by Newport, who are evens, by the way, if you're not convinced by Newport, what about Leighton Orient? So Joby McEnough is in there, and he's had no instant effect. Uh, They've won one of their last six as a team. Um, Their recent results include a narrow win over Grimsby, which is just about as bad of a win as you can get, I think. Uh, Grimsby by all accounts, should have got a point from that game. Uh, They drew against Stevenage and drew against Scunthorpe, teams that are down there um, in that kind of lower half slash lower um, echelons. Uh, Stevenage, I suppose, is a better result. You know, they've they've really picked up the second half of the season. But my argument is that Leighton Orient, I'm just not convinced by him, mate. And if you want a final statistic for Leighton Orient, they've lost 9 of 16 on the road. So, not particularly good travellers. No. Uh, Newport might win this because of how bad Leighton Orient are at the moment. So, uh, yeah, they might win. 
but Bolton is a much stronger tip. I'll just throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, just one more for me then. Um, I think that will then wrap up League Two. Not too much uh, to bet on in League Two this weekend. It's a tough league, as you mentioned at the top there. Um, final one for me is Carlisle and Stevenage. They're going to be both teams to score. It's a good price. It's 10 to 11, so just a fraction under evens. Eight consecutive Carlisle games have been both teams to score. So I'm just going to continue the trend. Yeah, well, yeah, the Stevenage aspect does concern me. Um, their top scorer is Elliot List, who is a midfielder by trade. Danny Newton's probably their biggest goal threat, Tom. Uh, he has scored four in 34. Uh, Stevenage are a bag of revels. <laughs> I love that. And if you're uh, not in tune with your League Two managers, Alex Revel is the manager of Stevenage. Tom, <laughs> shall we talk about the uh, uh, trebles from last week? You well, go first with your one. Yeah, I'm going to go first and just get it out there. I had, I got three out of three losers. Uh, so I had Morecambe. <laughs> Morecambe at home to Newport. They lost 3-1. And Bradford away at Carlisle. They also lost 3-1. And then I had QPR to beat Huddersfield at home. They were evens. They lost 1-0. Yeah, I feel like we can only laugh about how bad yours was because mine actually won. Otherwise, it would be a bit awkward. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, agreed. Um, So for my one, as we mentioned, won at Booted Odds of 16-1. We had Bolton to win away at Port Vale. They did so. 1-0. 1-0. Uh, Burton Albion to win away at Crewe. They did so 3-0. And Ipswich to win at home against Plymouth. And they did so again 1-0. So uh, £10 example stake, which we recommended on the show, returned, what's that, 170 quid back. Yep. So honestly, absolutely unbelievable, mate, to be honest with you. Thank you mm. for carrying the show. Uh, I am forever grateful and in your debt. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, Tom, it's important to know though. It's important to note that the previous week I won as a treble as well. So we're actually on for a hat trick. Yes, we are. So hopefully one of us can uh, deliver the hat trick. It won't be me because I've got Bolton in my will. It if uh, you've got anything to do with it. <laughs> Have you really? Well, it seems though you just spilt the beans on who's uh, in the treble. It makes sense for you to go first. That's good to know that you've got Bolton because they were nowhere near my treble. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so for my treble, it was really tempting to throw in Brentford on the early kickoff against Forest. It was really tempting. But um, after we said we wouldn't do it again, I have uh, not done it again. But I'm pretty sure they'll win. So I have got Norwich, though, 8-15 to to beat Blackburn. Then in League One, I'm going to back Burton again. They've not let me down yet. 17 to 10 to beat MK Dons, and then Bolton 8 to 11 to beat Warsaw. Um, so 10 pounds example stake on the uh, Spreadex boosted Acre returns at seven to one. So base price is just a bit under six to one uh, boosted on Spreadex to seven to one. Lovely. Uh, Yeah, we've done this show for a long time, Tom. You're an intelligent man. We've been friends for years. Uh, Me and you go way back. I I don't think I've had less faith in one of your trebles in history. Well, 
thanks for that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, vote of confidence there. Cheers, mate. No, we we used to get we used to get a couple of people right into the show saying that we didn't have to agree all the time. We didn't have to kiss each other's asses all the time. And I, I'm just saying to you that I think two of your legs are absolutely awful. Just to I let you know, I can't believe I accept that Burton. You know, 17 to 10 is not for everyone, but. Uh, and you like MK Dons, but the Bolton one really gets me. Um, you... <laughs> well, no, I, I get anyway, it. Anyway, listen, what you, you're the what man you in form. To be honest with you, you're the man in form, so who am I to disagree, right? Yeah, um, what have you got? Okay, so I'm going to start off in the championship. i got three teams at home. All six of the teams uh, are at home that we've tipped. Uh, so I am going to go for Barnsley at home, Sheffield Wednesday, regular price, 13 to 20. I'm also going to go for Gillingham. Gillingham at home to Doncaster Rovers, priced five to four. And then I'm also going to go for Sunderland at home to Lincoln City, regular price three to four. So yeah, if you back that boosted on the SpreadX website under Tom W. Acker, still one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Uh, 10 pounds will return 65. Yep. Okay, um, unlike your reaction to my treble, I think that's a good treble, you know. Just and I hope, I really, I appreciate your honesty. You're wrong. <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think one of us could definitely, um, could bring it home this weekend. Me. Yeah, so we can move on, Tom, to fancy football. I like to spend as little time on this as possible. So this is vastly becoming your section to be honest with you um it just depends how well i've done in the week whether i want to spend a long time on it or not <laughs> great honesty this week i've done bang average so we'll, we'll quickly whip through the top 10 um there are some people who are doing infinitely better than us um the top 10 from 10 to 1 Stuart moore scott strang kyle johnston jordan turner Richard Tyler Evans, Andrew Robson, Footy Links, David Arias, David Doherty, and still at the top, Sean Hayes. Um, I feel like I could just cut and paste week in, week out, me reading out this top 10 because it's not changing. No, no, but that's that's how these people win these things, right? Consistency, Tom. Mm, yeah, uh, I'm 80th. I've not changed. My Good position from last week. You yeah. are 101 places above me. So <laughs> good for you, pal. Um, As always, next season. <laughs> uh, as I have a £20 free bet on offer for the winner of the Fancy Football League. Um, if you are being Sean Hayes, he's on a, he's on, wait, what's he got? 1,931 points. If you're beating that, you can still join the league and kind of ghost in and take the free bet right towards the end of the season if you're that kind of person and you want to do it you know there's no stopping you we'll still honor it sean won't be very happy though but uh yeah we'll still honor the free bet you can join at any time just ask us for the league code on social media and we will give it to you yes we will uh best place twitter uh we are growing nicely on twitter uh some great uh, betting chat, some great football chat, some decent content, I think. So, worth a follow. I, I want to say, Tom, you're really doing well on social media these last few weeks. Some cracking memes and uh, and content going out at the moment. Thank you, mate. 
appreciate that. So, yeah, if you are on Twitter, please give us a follow, T underscore FB podcast. Facebook as well, uh, facebook.com slash podcast. And for any official inquiries that warrant an email, uh, podcast at gmail.com is your email address. Yeah, absolutely. If you have enjoyed the show, obviously, the best thing you can do for us is, one, go to the spreadx.com forward slash FBP sign up page and get yourself a spreadx account for uh, 25 pounds worth of free bets and also give us a rating or review if you're feeling extra kind as well yes so thank you very much for all of your support be that opening a spreadx account leaving a review following us on twitter sharing it with a friend it's all greatly appreciated absolutely and uh, that's it for this week send us your bet slips win lose whatever uh, our bets your bets everything we want to see them. And we'll see you next week.